welcome. My name is uh, Simon Kavikia and uh, I'm an executive coach and I'd like to welcome anyone who's listening to this first in what we hope will be a series of conversations about leading, coaching, being in an organization in the current climate with all of its challenges. And um, I'll be having these conversations with a current client of mine who I've known for quite some time, who is a senior leader who will say a little bit about himself now. So Alpha, perhaps you could introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. Uh, great to be here. Uh, my name is Al Pereroğlu. Uh, I am a executive uh, in marketing area in a multinational company. Been working about 15 years, and I'm quite interested in coaching territory since I met Simon. Uh, super nice to be here uh, to talk about all those spontaneous topics, which I'm sure many of us are interested uh, to exchange perspectives, uh, to hear each other, and to share mostly without any outcome or agenda. Welcome, everybody. So as Alpa was saying, we um, this is very much an experiment for us. We, um, over the years, we've spent a lot of time having conversations in the context of coaching. And we found that those conversations have ranged across all sorts of territories and perspectives on leadership, um, organizations, um, life in general, and some of the many, many challenges that leaders face as they progress in their careers and as they develop their own approach to leadership and their own personal brand, as well as their uh, role and what that actually might need to be given the requirements of their context. And we, we really, well, I speak for myself, Alpa, you can say what you think, but I found those conversations incredibly rich and I've been challenged a lot by them and in my own thinking, uh, which I, I value dearly because for me being a, being a coach is as much about learning from my clients as it is about offering anything that I might have to offer. And we thought it would be fun, if nothing else, to just have those conversations and record some of them and then put them out to the world and see if they speak to anybody and they may or may not. So this may be the first and the last podcast in this series. We just don't know right now. But I also trust that um, if we're having conversations that are important to us and meaningful to us, they might just appeal to one or two other people. We'll see, we'll discover that together. Is there anything you want to say about that? Yeah, I have always been fascinated uh, by our chats, talks, developmental conversations. So, you know, I thought if only, you know, out of this, somebody could listen to this and find something that they like or helpful to them, uh, that I would be happy. Uh, and only this, I think, would get magnified and bigger and bigger. So that is a bit, a bit the idea. And also with COVID as well, what I've been experiencing, there are a lot of things that, that, that are changing in us and the world. Uh, and of course, it's a very tragical uh, experience. You know, it's not easy to, to go through this. But I've always hoped, you know, if only we could remember 
the things that were nice about this or that happened good to us thanks to this uh, when this is over you know many of us started maybe going to gym many of us lost weight many of us changed some of the habits um so yeah if only we could remember the the, the good things it brought also of course it brought a lot of sad things as well uh, but it brought a lot of good things as well to us. So with this, I was hoping, you know, what if we reflect a bit uh, at a human level or at a leadership level on what we've been going through? And also we, we keep the, rec the record of it, you know, like it's somewhere, it can be listened later, memorized or, or, or remembered. I thought that would be a good legacy uh, or good sort of outcome of, of what's happening. So yeah, there we are uh, to speak about this. And I, um, you, know, you were the one who who came up with the the title. Do you want to just say a little bit about what your thinking was about the title for this series? Yeah, and and yeah, I, I let me speak a bit about that. So if you can't go outside, uh, go inside was the phrase I was really like. Uh, sort of when I saw it, I said, "Wow, this is exactly." what I, I'm going through. In the beginning of COVID, I've been really frustrated. The fact that we could not go out, the fact that our lives have changed, there were a lot of limitations. And every time I felt frustrated, either I was a bit like regretting the things that I didn't do in the past, or I was a bit like imagining what the future might bring or if this will ever end. And the only answer or the only moments I felt more relaxed was a bit like when I was present what was happening. So then that led me the idea of, of, you know, if you can't go outside, maybe go inside and see what is there with you. And if you only accept that, then I think comes the relief, then comes the, the hope, or then comes the change. And actually this a bit ties back, the phrase actually, I didn't find it. I just read it on the internet in one of the articles I was reading but it resonated massively with me. But it also resonates our sort of meeting with, like my meeting with you, like our, our first meeting. Uh, I've been a guy who always have looked the answers outside. I always thought the answer is in the next thing, the answer is tomorrow, the answer is in the next book, the answer is out there. But I still vividly remember the, the first moment I met you when I've been wanting to have a coach uh, to have some developmental conversations. If we were like in the cafeteria of my global headquarters where we met, I still remember that. And I've been asking you a few questions in 15 minutes that we met, you know, uh, on, you know, how could I do this? How could I improve that? What are your advices? And, and first time in my life, I have felt that I met a mirror. You know, a mirror that is able to show me myself, a mirror that was able to sort of make me feel the moment that I'm in by looking in the mirror rather than trying to look the future or the past. So all this came together. I think I thought it was a great idea to call it if you can't go outside, go inside. Mm -hmm. But I thought it was an even greater idea to do this podcast with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I was um, I was really intrigued when you you first floated the idea, because um, I was just thinking about what you were saying about the 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 pandemic and 
whilst it, 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 it is devastating to individuals, personal lives and to whole economies. And um, we're, we're living through a, a period of history that, that uh, we, we can't know the, the longer term impacts of this for societies and for the planet. Um, but you were also talking about in the midst of all of that, that there are opportunities, there have been opportunities to discover new things. And um, for me, I, I, I probably would never have initiated something like this, given who I am and, and, and um, my, my personality. And uh, having more time, being at home, um, spending time chatting with you anyway, because that's what we do, um, this felt exciting and a little bit a bit scary because I've never done anything like this before. But I just uh, it just felt like something I wanted to try. So you know it's an example for me of what you were saying about um, when you know I, the way I think about it is you know when when something happens that 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 shakes us out of our habits and our routines, even if those habits and routines are uh, are, are effective in some way um, that's when we actually have an opportunity to to learn something new to really develop and and so this this experiment is it's a it's a new departure for me um, it's shaken up my habits of working the way I've always worked um, and it feels like a bit of an adventure um, and uh, and you know I my my background's in Gestalt psychology and uh, you know one of the principles there is that we we in order to really learn and grow as human beings we have to experience things that take us out of our comfort zone and uh, you know this pandemic is taking many many people out of their comfort zones. And so I'm kind of curious in, in how we as individuals and as leaders support ourselves when we're stretched out of what was familiar because that can bring up a lot of anxiety. Uh, how do we support ourselves not to get lost and overwhelmed by the anxiety and stay open to what we're discovering? So, this whole exercise, this whole experiment feels like playing a bit with not knowing, playing a bit with being outside of our comfort zones. Exactly, yeah. So I I feel a bit the same. For me, it's it's a place where maybe where where there is not any performance outcome. Yes, of course, you might say how many people will, will listen to this might be an indicator of performance. Maybe even even not to be bothered about that or try to not to be bothered about that might in itself be an experiment. But also, yeah, just picking up on what you said, I feel the same. Like, let's just talk about the stuff that is important to us. And maybe somebody might listen to it and, and, and lead to another idea from there. And that might lead to another idea. And that's, there you go, maybe a change in its small form, whatever that is. But equally, once somebody told me, <clears throat> I think in one of the Gestalt courses that I have been also, is your presence liberates others' presence. 
sometimes when we meet a leader or a courageous person that speaks about things that also we feel, but we were not able to maybe, or I, let me say, was not able to speak up or voice, voice this because I thought maybe it was a bit dangerous or maybe I thought it was a bit awkward uh, or maybe I would feel lonely. But to hear somebody to speak about that gave me a lot of courage and liberty most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with the hope only, not to say that, that our words are the most courageous ones, but with the hope only, if it could be a dim of light for anybody out there, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, the experiment hopefully will have served its purpose. Yeah, yeah. I, as you're talking, I, I'm, I was noticing that I'm, I feel a mixture of excitement and relief when I hear you talk about um, not really knowing what will happen, if anything, right? nothing might happen as a result of this. I mean, at the very least, and that's plenty for me, we might have some fun and we might um, explore things and get some insights into things that we're busy examining in our lives but whether that's our professional lives or our personal lives so at the very least it's a bit like having a chat among friends for me and and with you and that that's enough and one of the things I, I believe is that you know as human beings we we share so many similar experiences and vulnerabilities and concerns that I'm imagining unless I'm completely deluded, which is also possible. <laughs> but I'm imagining that some of the things we do talk about might just be things that other people might also be thinking about. Not that you and I have the answers, That's that couldn't be further from the truth. We're not, I, I know from talking with you that we're not, um, we're not offering answers actually, um, because we, we've learned together that actually answers are our own individual answers and ways of dealing with complex reality are ours to be discovered. But maybe our, our own journey and our own exploration of some of these questions might just help other people feel like they're not alone with some of these big questions. And that's, that's hugely supportive and help them to maybe find or think and find ways forward for themselves and and that's what i love about working in this way in conversation um not knowing what the outcome is whereas in business and you know this better than me in business often we are in the grip of having to know the answer before we begin and then we move towards the predetermined answer And that's fine when things are pretty straightforward and problems aren't too complicated or complex. But in the current climate, what I'm really interested in is how do do I, how do you, how do leaders respond to those things that can't fully be understood, can't fully be managed using our old tools and techniques? And what does that do to a human being? How do we navigate that? As you speak about that, I was a bit curious to, to hear what does going inside mean to you? I think in London also, there are a lot of lockdowns like in Turkey. It's a Saturday now in Istanbul. Uh, we're not able to go out again. It's another weekend of lockdowns. I'm sure it's the same in London and it hasn't been easy. 
what did that mean to you? Like, if you can't go outside, of course, metaphorically a little bit, go inside. Yeah. Did you have any reflections on that? Well, um, at a very practical level, it means, you know, a physical level, it, it's meant spending more time at home. Um, I've had more more time because like a lot of people, I'm not traveling to work. I'm, I'm working exclusively online. Um, so I've really enjoyed having more time to, um, I think to just to notice where I, where I live and to enjoy the home that um, I have and enjoy uh, uh, cooking and uh, pottering in the garden. Um, so that's been quite a significant shift for me because I, you know, I, I last year before lockdown um, and the pandemic, you know, was very busy and I was spending so much time traveling and it, it, it's really interesting, you know, I, I, I used to tell myself I, I quite liked traveling and commuting and being on trains going in and out of London because the story I told myself was that's when I catch up with the news and that's when I catch up with my reading. And, and when it stopped and I wasn't able to do it, I actually started to, oh, and I was feeling the quality of space that I now had in the mornings when I, you know, um, would wake up and have time to talk to my husband and have breakfast together and um, just ease into the day. That um, how much I enjoyed that, how exquisite that was. And I started to realize that actually it wasn't really true that I enjoyed commuting. It was just a story I told myself to feel better about the fact that actually it was too much um, and probably a bit too stressful and overwhelming the amount of times I was doing it. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like the going inside physically help me to appreciate and take stock of what my pattern and habit was before and what it is now. Um, and being quite introverted, I, I enjoy going inside psychologically and noticing how I'm feeling, noticing how I'm thinking, um, thinking about questions that are complex and challenging about what it means to be a coach, what it means to be a leader, what it means to be a citizen in times like this. So um, on the whole, so far, it's been really positive and uh, a great opportunity to reflect. And I, you know, I do miss friends and I do miss family that's also part of the experience. But there's been a lot of pause and a lot of space that has been really, that I've really valued. What about your experience? Because, you know, we're not the same person. Yeah. In the beginning, as I have mentioned, uh, I have been quite paralyzed and felt limited and agitated uh, of, you know, not being able to do what I do. And also it's been very sad for the whole world. I think the health systems, all the people who've been affected by it, the economic implications, many things. 
So that also, I think in itself, uh, if you empathize a little bit, that also feels, feels, feels very, very sad in itself. Mm. Uh, then at a personal level, then I was thinking, okay, so this is what has happened. But then what is in it for me? Like, how do I live with this? Then, as I mentioned before, when I thought about the past, I was re regretting future. I was being more, more, more sort of uh, impatient when this is going to be over, etc. Then, you know, I started to, to, to live with it more and accept it. Uh, then I started to uh, take care of more, my health a little bit more, exercise regularly. Uh, I start to spend with my uh, time with myself more. Um, and also I started to have a, I think more quality dialogue with myself, you know, like maybe when the, 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 the amount of stimuli went down in that silence, maybe the words were speaking a little louder even. Yeah. So that has been my experience. Um, mm -hmm. And, and I, I, I remember again, reading this quote and, and having a moment of, you know, aha, a little bit which was, you know, Shams Tabrizi, which is the spiritual teacher of, of Rumi, the 13th century Persian poet. He had this phrase, in fact, I had posted this on my one of my Instagram stories, where he goes, you know, instead of resisting to changes, surrender. Yeah. Let life be with you, not against you. And if you think my life will be upside down, don't worry. How do you know down is not better than the upside? That's very touching to hear that that's you know your experience of learning about and revisiting that idea of surrendering to that which we can't control and and how much suffering we cause for ourselves the more we try to control things that actually can't easily be controlled or we try to push the pain and the suffering away rather than allowing ourselves to to just experience it as what is and as as you know, you're talking about Rumi, and, and you, um, one of the things that I, you know, think has been a really important element in our relationship is that we both have an interest in in bigger spiritual questions and how our own exploration of spirituality, um, in similar and different ways, finds itself into our conversations about what it means to lead, what it means to be of service, um, what it means to relate to other human beings, what it means to be part of corporations. Um, so I'm imagining we can, we'll, that will find its way into these conversations. I don't know how, uh, because we're, we're being very careful not to overly construct things. But I thought given that we, we do have a construct, which is not to speak for too long so that these these conversations are accessible for people and um, and they can dip in and out. Um, I just wonder if it's worth just talking a little bit before we end about the sorts of things we thought might provide a focus for some of our conversations, as well as not knowing exactly where we're going to go. So I know you've been giving some thought to that. I wondered if you wanted to just start off with the things that you're interested in at the moment, and then I'll say a bit and then that'll probably be us for today sure yeah i thought 
the question of wh why do leaders lead, you know, that I thought was a big question. Hmm. Why do they do it? What, like, why would you want to do it? And, and what's your purpose? And um, why do you undertake such a duty? So I thought that was one interesting topic that I would love to hear your perspective and have a chat about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then the next one I thought, then how do leaders lead themselves? You know, if you want to lead others, you want to be able to lead yourself first. Um, and that's a very difficult task. <laughs> I'm experiencing that myself firsthand. Mm. Um, any tips on that? Any, no, again, no answers, but any, any reflections? Mm. Um, the famous topic of psychological safety, you know, mm. these days it's, it's talked a lot. How do we, how, how do we provide that? Um, myself, I'm quite interested in slowing down, you know, which again, having met you, I've been able to make some progress, uh, but still, how do you accelerate by slowing down this, this very contradicting question mm, that, I'm, that, I, that I'm a bit interested and leadership from the heart, which we've been talking a lot with you on, you know, there are several leaders out there and some lead from the heart, some from the mind, some maybe both. There is no single truth. How mm. does that work? Mm. Um, and, you know, in the middle of pandemic, like uncertainty, complexity, ambiguity, how, how do you live with that? You know, yeah. how, how do you lead with that? How do you live with that? So those are some of the open questions uh, that I would love to yeah discuss with you yeah they, what they, about you what what, what yeah. interests you most or any other questions well all of those questions and we may find that as we start with one of those questions which are huge each of them is pretty huge and broad we'll we'll discover other questions i'm sure as we go um but that sounds like a really great uh, menu of possibilities i think the thing that that's really present for me right now, um, just sitting with you in this conversation, um, which I remember being impacted by when we first met, was um, as a leader, your, your natural um, curiosity and, and questioning uh, of your perspectives, of your practice as a leader, you know, that that curiosity is such a, I think, such a gift and so necessary in leadership. And I remember, I remember in our earlier conversations when we first met, you know, that curiosity would sometimes feel like a machine gun of questions. You know, like you said, you know, when you were still looking for the answers outside and might have had the the innocent misunderstanding that I had the answers. And of course, part of our early work was about finding a level where you could get more comfortable with, well, actually there aren't instant off the peg solutions to some of these big questions, but the questions themselves can guide us in really profound exploration where we discover all sorts of things that we didn't even know were there to be discovered. And, and as a coach, I'm really interested in, it's a bit counterintuitive and a bit paradoxical, but you know, early coaching theory is very focused on solutions and having goals, and that's fine. And that can achieve great things. 
But these days, given the questions that a lot of my clients, including you, obviously, are asking, sometimes, you know, having a goal can be limiting because if we think we know where we're going, then we tend to focus on the destination and we don't pay as much attention to the journey of getting there. And uh, it's a bit like the difference between driving somewhere on a very straight, very concrete motorway, as opposed to taking the scenic route where you are still aiming for something, you have a sense of the direction that you're going in, but you take a slower, more meandering route where you discover all sorts of things that you just don't see if you're on the motorway. So that might be a metaphor for our conversations. We're going to take the scenic route. I'm, I'm loving this metaphor. And also, uh, just to, to build on that, what I'm loving in this conversation is, again, when there are no answers, and when there is not a single objective truth of perspective, which there isn't most of the time to these questions, and sometimes by just staying with not knowing the answers to them, maybe is, is the joy of experiencing what is in those questions. Mm -hmm. So that's why dialogue like this, maybe it won't lead anywhere, but it's so beautiful, I think, in shaping the emerging reality because the answers to those questions might also change, right? Leading yeah. from the heart in 13th century might be totally different than leading from the heart today. Yeah. Or today the question might be leading from the heart, tomorrow it might be another one. Um, so yeah, I, I still remember again, as you said, um, not, not having the recipe is actually maybe the recipe itself. Mm. Uh, and the senior route is, 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 is a very good metaphor on, on that as well. Wonderful. Well, I, I, I'm feeling very, uh, as we've been talking, I've just felt like I've been dropping in more to just getting present to the questions and, and to you and to what I'm noticing in myself. So I'm, 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 I'm feeling quite excited at the, at the mystery, at the not knowing, and have, have really loved kind of beginning this process and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. Same for me. Let's see where this takes us. So watch this space and see what emerges. <laughs>